You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, we got the stopwatch going 15 minutes. Let's talk about something that we see, I would say, in the 90 to 95% range of this happening in virtually every online lesson that we see. And it's this idea that, it's not even an idea, it's just what's happening. In the first half of the backswing, we see next to no lateral movement in the golfer's body, okay? Like frozen in concrete. Club gets going, then as the club starts to near the top, we see hips, upper body, everything move to the right as the club's entering the top of the swing. They're getting loaded up. They're getting loaded at the top. <laughs> loaded up for what? They're, they're <laughs> getting loaded up for some issues. So <laughs> first, let's talk about why that's not the best way to do it. And two, like what, what, what are some ways we can not do that? Talk about some fixes for that. Yeah, and we've been doing a lot of these online lessons we've rolled out some new programs and we're seeing so many swings and it's kind of cool because now you know we're starting to get this catalog of like okay what are the most common issues for these guys you know from all over the the world and and like it's funny like you see some different issues like even out west because of what some of the teachers will say and maybe in different regions of the world but this one here where they have this concept that they need to be loaded up completely on their right foot at the top of the swing. That is, like you said, maybe 95% of golfers. And, you know, it comes from a couple of things. I think um, first it would come from, I think, posing a lot of backswings. Okay, so I was a backswing poser. I was a practicer, and I I was up north, so I spent a lot of time indoors in Maine in the winter, and I was obsessed with my golf swing. Like, literally, I would be up in the middle of the night in the middle of the night looking at my swing and I was trying to get a perfect backswing because I was like, well, if I can get that far, I I just wanted a nice looking swing basically. So I would stand there and I was a baseball player too. So I was like, well, I know you hit up, you know, you start shifting way back and the bat goes back. So I'm just going to put 80% of my weight on my right foot at the top. Yeah. And because I thought that I was supposed to be doing, I would pose it all the time and it was, it took, it re- literally removed the athleticism from my swing because I didn't understand that as a kid, I had this more of a, like a flowing swing that we've talked about before where it was right early and kind of recentering Cause that's what you do when you make, if you, if you're going to sling that club down the fairway, that's what you would do naturally. And that's what I did when I was really little. But when I started trying to make a really good swing and I thought I was practicing correctly, I got off track cause I posed backswing. So posing backswings is one, two is the poor concept of loading into the right side, right? The loading should happen early. The first couple feet you get of the backswing, the club motion, you should be to the right as far as you're going to get. And I didn't know that. And and I didn't really 
you just not a lot of people are talking about it, but now we can measure what great players do. I think this is why things are getting better and we can help people so much faster. That was long winded. Sorry. No, it's uh, it's, it's right on the money. The, the mirror thing, especially like That's you, when, you, when you have a guy, you see a guy, you can tell right away. The guys that spend time in front of a mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Cause one, the positions are always pretty good mm-hmm. and the dynamic movement's not good. Yeah, I've got a guy in the elite program that we do. His club motion is so good, but he has zero dynamics. He just yeah. he just he posed a lot of swings. He told me he did a bunch of mirror work. I was that, like, oh, I, I can pick it out from a mile. That's the guy who comes in and he's like, I'm tired, and <laughs> you know, every golfer that I think I've ever met, you know, we all want what we don't have, right? Every single if one. You, of them. If you're a fader, you want to be a drawler. If you're a high ball hitter, you want to be a low ball hitter, right? It's just, to, just the way it is. It's the crazy nature of the game. And you, you get this guy who'll come in. It happens all the time. I'm tired of people telling me I have a good looking swing. <laughs> <laughs> all the, <laughs> Because I know yeah. how it feels and it just feels off and it doesn't go anywhere, right? And then you got the guy come in right after him. I just want a swing that looks good. <laughs> it's so funny. That is so true. But you see but, those you guys know, who have the good looking swing. They've mirror worked themselves into really good golf positions, but they don't have any athletic movement to it. There's no dynamics. Yes. The problem with that is they've done a good job placing the club and fishing for the spots right. and like placing the club. But once you teach them the dynamic motion and how the club should seek its own line without you putting it there, they might have to do some 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 uh really deep practice and and thinking about what they've been doing because what they were doing with the club before just to put it there is not going to put it in the same spot anymore the body's going to be moving differently i had to learn that myself yeah i mean i had a really pretty swing with no dynamics and when i started adding dynamics the club is all in a different spot i'm like well okay if i want it in a good spot at the change of direction i need to get it in a good spot and the takeaway <laughs> with some motion that way it finds the spot without me putting it there. That's like, man, that made the light bulbs go off in my head. It was like, okay, the way the swing looks, it just looks that way because of the motion. There's no putting the club in a good backswing. And, man, I was guilty of that for so long. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to the whole idea of it's just the downswing that matters, which is, in it's my so opinion, asinine. just gar- garbage. Yeah, It's so bad. It's so bad. It's a, How it's the club a one goes second into the motion. top. It yeah. all, it's all How interrelated. It goes, yeah, how it goes into the top is related to how it comes out of the top. Now, it doesn't guarantee you anything. Nope. But if you're waiting for the downswing to fix all these backswing flaws, good luck. And the more I think about the swing as one motion instead of a backswing and a downswing, my whole swing gets yeah, better. Absolutely. It's, it's, you got to start thinking of it as one whole motion. So we got, we got the pretty swing, no dynamic movement, right? That's one of the issues. Another issue is, and it's literally no more complicated than this, you will see the golfer going through a series of checklists, checkpoints in his swing as it's happening in that first half of the backswing, right? When you, when you look at this information on gears and you can see the, the club movements and when the body parts ramp up and slow down, as a group, the pros move way faster and move way more in the first half of the backswing than the AMs do. The AMs move faster and more in the last half. That's when the pros are slowing down. God, what a what a um, pros versus AMs that is. Yeah, it's just it's just night and day difference. Now, what's the issue with that is? So it makes sense to think of the golf swing like, okay, I start at address six o'clock. I'm somewhere around twelve o'clock. That's half the clock. So half the swing is over at the top. Okay, 
So I'm loading up in the backswing and then I'm going to unload in the downswing. Yeah, that's a that's they do think it's halfway over. That's exactly right. Your mm-hmm. the golf swing is one second, just under one second from address to impact. We don't want to make it more than one second. We don't want to move slower in the golf swing. We want it to be faster. So half of that one second, your halfway point is at left arm parallel in the backswing. Mm-hmm. Not the top. The top is 75%. Then left arm parallel in the downswing, you only have 8% left. That's like when the point- Oh, eight. Yeah, that's when the club is still way back over your head. I mean, you've got mm-hmm. less than a blink of an eye to impact now, and that's when most golfers are trying to do the most amount of work. The pros, on the other hand, that they've already done the work, now they're going to take advantage of it. So, you got to do the work in the backswing. So when we look at these great drivers of the golf ball, you look at Rory, you look at Brooks, DJ, these guys are all moving laterally. They're loading to the right laterally, like what you said a second ago early. They're moving it an inch and a half to two inches in many cases before the club passes their foot. Center of the pelvis, right? Yeah, center of the pelvis yeah, before the, the pelvis. club passes their foot. Mm. Like, and, mm-hmm. and when you watch these swings in live, you know, on video or on TV, because they're moving it so early, and in many cases, they're moving it kind of behind the club, right? Their body's moving mm-hmm. as the club's moving. Kind of hidden. So it's camouflaged. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the backswing, they're kind of recentering themselves. They're like, mm, and then just kind of falling back towards the front foot. But they basically recenter around the top of the swing. That's such a different move than max loading. And I can't tell you how many books, magazine articles, other instructors have that you know throughout the years just like okay you want to load up to the right to hit it farther i mean there was a swing catalyst or i'm not going to name names it was a back when you and i both had a swing catalyst there was an article in golf digest and it showed that you want to be 80 percent on the right foot at the top of the swing 80 I'm thinking. 80 20 at the top 80 20 at impact on the front i foot. mean this is what these this is yeah. what it was, it was just a common pop- knowledge right it's just yeah, that's it's like, oh, it just verifies. You know, that's the right. thing with Swing Catalyst and Body Track. I don't think I'll, I think um, you can go on some, you can go down some bad roads just thinking, oh, that's just what I do. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm 80. Eh, there's a, I think there's a, there's a right way to do it. And there's a flow to that pressure movement that ties into what we're talking about here, right? That, that pressure goes maximum to the right early in the backswing. And partly that has to do with shifting the pelvis to the right 100%. to tilt the pelvis. And then as the club moves to the top, the, the weight and pressure follows the club head. So as the club head goes back towards the target, which it's doing as it reaches the top of the swing, your pressure falls back toward the middle. And um, I just feel like just thinking that 80-20 thing is like derailed so many good swings. Yeah, I had a guy in um, – um, well, let me think. What's today? Sunday? So f- Saturday. Actually, yesterday. Boy, that shows you how old I'm getting. <laughs> hey, when was that? That was yeah, two uh, months. No, uh, yesterday. That was uh, that was yesterday. <laughs> Jeez, Josh. dude, talk about days running together. I don't even know what you call that. Isn't that the I truth? I do it too. I was like, yeah, someone the other day. Unless, hey, what day is it? <laughs> that was yesterday. They looked man. at me like, what? <laughs> wow, what a senior what moment. Day, so, what day is it? <laughs> he was in yesterday. It's probably why I can still remember it. And the pressure was actually still moving to his back foot. As he was coming down, oh yeah, I've seen that before. And, and what do you what do you think his big complaint was? Why do you think he was there? Can't hit it out of his shadow. Distance. 
Yeah. You got you cannot hit the ball over there. It's you cannot. So we did. And you're going to be terrible. So when, when for us, right? When we see that in a lesson, our eyes light up because this is going to be this guy's going to have a blast in this lesson. He's just a back poster, though, right? Well, you know, there's not many of those in the NFL. We don't see many of those in golf. Is there's, there's a yeah. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, it wasn't working for him. Um, mm-hmm. So he picked up 13 miles an hour in that one lesson just from fixing that. I mean, you put athleticism back into his swing. I mean, I know it's like a, yeah. obviously it's kind of cliche with us at this point because we named our company after it. But that that motion right there is why we named it what we did. Right. It's what's missing from a good 90, probably 95 or more percent of the golfers playing the game. It's that when that motion occurs, every golfer knows they got to get to the front foot. Not every golfer gets there but they sure try to get there. And if you're trying to do that, when you're trying to deliver the club, you're in big trouble. And, you know, that ties to into do. that. And that ties into what your guy was doing. So if you're, tr- because the, the trick to it in my mind or the difficulty is when you, when people think they need to get to the left foot, what they do is they shove as hard as they can with their right foot you could because not. they think, and that keeps the pressure back on the right foot. It's opposite of what you would think. You need to fall on the front foot and go from there. Do not be pushing on the if you're pushing on the right foot coming down and pushing hard, you've you all bets are off. You cannot move the pressure the right way. You could not be more correct. And that's exactly what he said. So like it's like, why is it doing that? I don't feel that. I go, Well, how are you trying to get to your front side? And he goes, I'm pushing off the back foot. I mean, that right there, that is gold. That is gold right there. If you push off the back foot, your pressure's going to the back foot. This idea like- of rotating around your rear foot and then pushing forward late to get forward, you're sending pressure the I opposite way. Yep. Exactly right. I remember you, I got on your swing catalyst for the first time years ago and I'm like, you're like, no, nah, that, that, that's, that's not it. I was like, well, how do I get over there? Well, it's got to kind of fall over there. I'm thinking, wait a minute. I'm so, I thought I was supposed to be pushing off hard. And that was the reason I couldn't do it. I could not get beyond 50, 50 at left arm parallel because I was still pushing I mean, I'm telling you, my swing has gotten so much better over the years from all this stuff. It's like, I got to thank you for most of it, but a lot of it. And and just learning that to me was mind blowing. Well, and you've picked up a ton of speed. A lot. I'm uh, swinging it faster now than I ever have in my life. I'm 42 years old with a bad back. I mean, I, I got the club up to 125 miles an hour and it's, I could not have, I know it's like no amount of gym work or lifting weights would get me there. If you don't do the, if you don't make this motion we're talking about, whether it's right early, it falls left, and you know we're gonna do a lot of stuff in the future. We got we bought brand new force plates, the two plates, a two plate system, so we can see where the, kind of the the direction of the force is going. I mean, if you're not doing that correctly, no amount, no amount of super speed golf sticks and gym work is gonna get you those club head speed. No, you just are if, not mechanically if you're constantly fighting to do it. physics. Yeah, physics, physics is going to win. You can you can muscular. You can really increase your strength to to drive the swing muscularly. Mm-hmm. Um, to offset some of that, but that's mm-hmm. a lot of work. It's a lot of effort, and you feel that in the swing. Or you could take that same strength regimen and use it to augment and enhance the physics part of it to really that's like what you need to do to like Bryce and DeChambeau the thing and really take it like ridiculously high mm-hmm. or, or you could just do like we do and just work for a living and don't really live in the gym 
uh, one of us that I don't think I've seen a gym in a long time <laughs> <laughs> and do the physics part of it right, do the timing of it right, and just get these big gains in club head speed just from optimizing what you already do with, with way less, less muscular effort. effort. Yes. So like, you know, my max, I mean, I want to say my max, I mean, I'll, I think by maybe six years ago, I remember getting on track when I was like 109 or 108 and then it gradually got better. But this last kind of phase with us, with this kind of deeper understanding of what we're supposed to be doing probably over the last, I guess, couple of years, my swing speed's gone through the roof and I haven't gotten any stronger. Yeah. You gotten heavier. So, <laughs> I actually lost some weight during COVID. I think I'm the only person that did that, by the way. I'm like a walking machine. I've been getting like 20,000 steps in a day. And when we talk on the phone, it's like, what are you doing? I'm walking. <laughs> Seven at night. What are you doing? I'm walking. I'm walking. Like, Jeez, I think, I think better. <laughs> you do a lot of thinking. Then. <laughs> I, do a lot of I need to. All right. So oh, don't load up. Don't max load your golf swing at the top. Right? No. Do that stuff quit that. early. Do we yeah, quit, quit it? That. Do it early. Get that thing moving left earlier so you're kind of back 50-50 around the top of the swing. Mm-hmm. You're going to have way more time. It's going to be way easier to rotate. You can use those those pivot torques better. Frontal yes. plane torques better. You can get, you're going to have access to a whole lot more in your golf swing that you probably don't have access to now if you're max loading late. So that covers it. Got a lot of videos online. Go check those out to really see the, the effects of that. Um, anything else we need to cover before we head out? No, but if you, uh, if you guys are enjoying these, please go over to iTunes and click subscribe. Give us a five-star and leave us a written review if you have the time. Uh, when you do those things, it helps more golfers find the podcast. We're trying to help as many of you as possible, and you can help us do that. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. See you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.